Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. This is Dr. Lee Warren here on the Self Brain Surgery Podcast. It's almost Thanksgiving. I'm excited today because I had a great opportunity to sit down and talk with Kayla Craig. Kayla Craig is an author and a journalist. She's recently released her second book, which is called Every Season Sacred, Reflections, Prayers, and Invitations to Nourish Your Soul and Nurture Your Family Throughout the Year. getting close to the end of the year and we're coming into the holidays and there's a lot of stresses and you know life just seems to be getting faster and faster and we're all connected to technology that's distracting us and the news is always seems to be bad and it just feels like how in the world are we able to raise kids and even grandkids in today's world and help them find their faith and their feet and navigate the secular culture that seems so difficult. And it can almost feel overwhelming. As parents, we're tasked with nurturing and guiding our children, even as we navigate our own wonderings about faith. And in the overwhelm and constant demand of life, we wonder sometimes if it's even possible to tend to our own souls and to our families flourishing. Well, Kayla's given us this incredible book, Every Season Sacred. It's a weekly invitation to grow spiritually alongside our children. It blends thoughtful writings and essays and practical resources. And her writing style really meets you as a parent, as a grandparent, as a family member, right where you are, and offers honest and hopeful reflections for every season of the parenting journey, encouragement to parents with intention, imagination, presence, and purpose, and open-ended discussion prompts and prayers to explore and practice as a family. It's a great book to use year-round to just help you develop some spiritual rhythms with your family, give you some tools and some resources. We had a good talk about the challenges of raising a family in the 2000s, about the stresses and difficulties of keeping your family connected and sometimes disconnected from technology and what that looks like in the modern world. And it's just a very encouraging conversation that I think will be a blessing to you. We're going to get after it in just a second with the incredible writer, Kayla Craig. Kayla lives in Iowa with her husband, Johnny, and her four kids. She has an Instagram channel called Liturgies for Parents, almost 20,000 followers. Christianity Today called this an essential parenting resource. So I was thinking that if you're a parent or a grandparent or you love somebody who's raising children in this modern age, it'd be a great gift for the holidays, for Christmas, um, to give someone every season sacred. Kayla's other book is called To Light Their Way. It's another book of prayers for parents. And I'm just really encouraged as we look at um, the news and we hear all the bad news and all the things going on it become it can become easy to sort of think down this hole of you know everything is falling apart but the fact is god told us plain jesus said it and the kingdom of heaven will never fall it will never be shaken and i'm just telling you there are some incredible young writers and some young people raising families and doing things well and following faithfully in the footsteps of Jesus. And Kayla Craig is one of those people you're going to love getting to know her. And I hope that you'll buy her book and check it out. It's a great resource for your family or for somebody else who you love that might be raising children. We're going to get after it with Kayla Craig here in just a second. Happy Thanksgiving, my friend. I am grateful for you. But before we get started with Kayla, I just have one question. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. Are you ready to change your life? Well, this is the place, Self-Brain Surgery School. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and this is where we go deep into how we're wired, take control of our thinking, and find real hope. This 
is where we learn to become healthier, feel better, and be happier. This is where we leave the past behind and transform our minds. This is where we start today. Are you ready? This is your podcast. This is your place. This is your time, my friend. Let's get after it. Friend, we're back, and I'm so excited to have a new friend to introduce to you today. Kayla Craig is with us. Welcome to the show, Kayla. Thank you so much for having me. It's great, and we're going to have a good talk about your book and the work that you're doing. And Before we get started, would you mind praying for us? Absolutely. I would love to. God, thank you so much for just the breath in our lungs, for the opportunity to gather together even when we are miles apart, God. I thank you that even when we have no words at all, you are with us and you desire to be with us. And God, in the beautiful and in the heartbreaking moments of our lives, I'm just so grateful that you are with us, that you go before us and you are behind us. God, we love you and we know that you love us infinitely more. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. So tell us about your family and your work and and a little bit of background before we get into your new book, which is so wonderful. I'm so grateful that you're here with us to talk about it. Give us a little background. Yeah. Well, I'm a parent to four kids. My kids joined our family through birth and adoption. Um, They're between the ages of seven and 13. So I feel like we are entering into this new kind of middle stage of parenting a little bit, especially with our oldest. So that is a wild adventure. Um, my daughter Eliza, um, is, we adopted her when I was four months pregnant with my son Abram and they are our two seven year olds. So they keep life interesting. And my daughter Eliza has Down syndrome and a variety of disabilities. Um, and so she, she is a delight and also, um, a handful. (laughs) So, so she's taught me, taught me a lot. And my husband's a pastor, we live in Iowa. Um, my background is in journalism, and I've always just been deeply curious and um, have kind of the heart of a storyteller. And so I love telling stories about our family, about our journey together. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about us. Excellent. And this is your second book, right? So briefly tell us about your first book. Yeah, that's right. So my first book is called To Light Their Way, and it's a collection of prayers and liturgies for parents. And it really came out of a time in my life when my daughter Eliza was in the hospital and she was very, very, very sick. And it was a month long stay and it was a very thin space for us. And it was incredibly difficult. And I was a writer and I'm used to working with words. My husband's a pastor and I just couldn't pray anymore. I was, and it wasn't because I didn't want to. It's just because I was exhausted and I had so many doubts and questions and so much heartache. And somebody gave me a little book of prayers and I kind of experienced the power of borrowing another person's words and making them my own. And so in 2020, I started writing my own prayers. I was like, well, I'm a writer. Maybe I can give this back to others. And so I started sharing on Instagram um, and an account called Liturgies for Parents. And that kind of became a book. And I talked with all sorts of parents going through all sorts of beautiful things, difficult things, and kind of tapped into that background in journalism, right? Where I'm asking lots yep. of questions yep. um, because they've gone through things I haven't gone through, whether that is divorce, whether that's the death of a child or a miscarriage or whatever it is. Maybe it's having an older child and they're 
leaving the nest or they're going to college or they're getting married or, um, so lots of different kind of experiences. Um, there's more than 100 prayers to kind of take and borrow and make your own throughout, throughout your days and throughout your parenting journey. And so that is a little bit of, um, where my writing kind of was as, as I moved into kind of a new season of my life. Wow. It's amazing. I had, uh, I'm going to follow the Holy Spirit for a second and just, and follow this trail of something you just said. I, I spoke with Tish Harrison Warren on the mm. show a couple of weeks ago and, you know, her book, uh, Prayer in the Night actually gave me some language. It came out several years after we lost our son, but, mm. but I was from a kind of an evangelical background and, and the, the problem with that is you, you, you're sort of supposed to do it all on your own. You don't have that, the connection of prayers that other people have prayed, like you said. Mm. And I found myself, like you just said, kind of prayerless. I didn't know what to say. I was so lost. And, and it's so comforting, I think, to find that lo and behold, the church has answers for you. And other people have prayed these prayers because they faced these problems before. I love what you just said. So, so I guess that segues naturally into your new book, kind of mm. not just what to pray, but kind of looking at the whole year as a way to keep your kids grounded and keep your family grounded around faith. So talk, talk a second about what led up to Every Season Sacred and, and um, how this came about for you. It's a beautiful book. Oh, thank you. Well, I think as I started connecting with readers and parents in all different kind of seasons of their own lives and their own faith journeys and their own parenting experiences, I started to realize that parents are really carrying so much. You know, I used to think maybe this is just yep. me that's experiencing, like, how do I absorb what's going on in the world? How do I live out my values? How do I pass on a faith to my kids when it maybe is a little bit different than the faith that I grew up in, you know? And so um, all of that, listening to story after story and experience after experience, I heard from parents that basically they needed to care for their own souls so that they could pour in to the soul of their family. And so I wanted to create a resource that could be one tool in the toolbox for exactly that. So it goes throughout the year and it's split into the four seasons. And then each of those seasons has a small chapter. And they're not dated because I know parents have a lot on their calendars yeah. and a lot going on. And I, the last thing I wanted to do was to add another thing on the to-do list. I didn't want to create a how-to, but more of a handhold on your journey. And so there's a reflection. There's a breath prayer to borrow for each week of the year. And that's just a simple inhale and exhale. So like, a oh God, you are with me, you know, for those moments where we might not have a lot of margin to pray anything else, but we want to connect with God and we, we want to stay a little more rooted. So there's that. There are connection questions and they are made with a lot of different ages and stages and um, experiences in mind. And they just kind of follow different th themes throughout the year. And you can take those for your own reflection. You can talk about them in the car as you're driving to school or practice or whatever it is. And then there are shared prayers. So in To Light Their Way, it's really from the perspective of a parent praying for their kids. And in every season sacred, I heard from a lot of parents, we'd love some prayers to pray alongside our whole family. So yeah. there are two prayers for each week of the year, 
one that's a little more simpler language, maybe for younger ages and stages of development. And then there is a prayer that's a little more maybe liturgical sounding. And, and when I say liturgical, it's just a little more poetic, maybe it goes a little deeper, maybe uses different um, imagery or language um, that are for, for grownups, for anybody um, in your family. So that's kind of the the format and kind of what I'm hoping that people might pull from and get throughout the year. Yeah, I think you, you pulled it off. I mean, you've got mm-hmm. language for younger kids, older kids, parents, spouses. I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. At this morning um, on my podcast, I stole one of your lines. <laughs> we we do something called so so. I'm a neurosurgeon in my background, and and my show. A lot of times we talk about the neuroscience of what's happening in your brain when you face certain problems and all that. So we do frontal lobe Friday and we talk about uh, how your frontal lobes are kind of get control of those crazy times when everything seems to be spinning out. And Mm. God's given us this ability to pause and slow down and use reason and rationality to figure out where he's stepping into our moments. And I used your breath prayer example this Mm. morning is that like, Hey, show me where you are. Let me see you around and that that breathe in breathe out Mm. mentality i think is so powerful and i'm grateful that you put it out there so what do you hope like what's your ideal um payoff for somebody if there's somebody who says i'm going to read this book and here's what i'm going to get out of it what's the 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 30 second elevator pitch for why a young family or an older parent might want to i think that i my prayer as i was working on this is that people would feel more connected with themselves in their own bodies, what they are experiencing, their emotions in their actual place and time. I'm praying that they stay a little more connected with God, feel a little more seen, maybe are more apt to have eyes to see the the sacred in the seemingly ordinary moments of your very real, messy, complicated lives. And then stay more connected with your kids, right? And pass on and a relationship with God, introduce them to God in the everyday moments of your actual lives. I love it. So what, what do you think technology is doing for us in terms of parents and families? And is it helping us very much? Is it hurting us? And how does that play into our prayer lives and how we spend time with our kids? Absolutely. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but for our family and for me, (laughs) um, it has often been a distraction, right? Or almost a a numbing agent. Um, I have a son that has um, a chronic illness, sickle cell, and he has to get a lot of blood draws. And one of the things that the nurses offer him is numbing cream, right? Before. Um, And I feel like technology can be a numbing cream for us. It can be a numbing cream for me. I just have my phone with me all the time. Um, and my kids have access to so much on their fingertips. And I feel like uh, when I'm able to put that away, when we're able to put that away, that's when the connection happens, right? That's when I start yeah. actually being aware of my own senses, right? I'm on a walk and I start to hear the birds chirping, which when I was looking down at my phone, I just wasn't even hearing. I wasn't even paying attention. I think we miss out of so much glory right in front of us in our everyday moments that, you know, our experiences of God just don't happen only on a Sunday morning in church, right? They're happening all the time if we're able to notice, if we're able with God's help to pay attention. And so while technology is amazing and has afforded me 
so much. Um, I get to connect with parents all over the country and the world, you know, um, but it can also really be a distraction and a, a numbing agent for me and for our kids. And, and that's, that's a tricky place to navigate. It is. You tell this great story about one time when your phone battery died and, and you like almost canceled the trip to the park with the kids because you didn't have your phone. Like that's a, that's a great reminder of how addictive we are to these things. Yeah. 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 I was like, well, I, what am I going to do if I don't have a podcast to listen to? Right. <laughs> and what, I don't have any music. I don't have any connection points. And, and then it was like, God, God was there with me saying, but look at all this. Look at the kids you hear laughing. Look at now you're noticing them helping an elderly neighbor pick up trash at the park. Like I wouldn't have even noticed that. So I'm grateful for those moments and um, hoping to have more of them. I am too. We, we just read a story recently where there's a school in Silicon Valley where all the CEOs of all these tech companies send their kids and they're not allowed to have computers until they're like in the ninth grade. So they don't they have no screens. And that ought to tell us something, right? Like Absolutely. The guys who are making the technology won't let their kids use it. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. But anyway, that's an aside, but I think it's important to to say, you know what? God told us to be still. Like yeah. there, there's an incredible power in presence and being present in the moment and being still. And you've done a, a really good job of giving us some language to use in these moments and gather the kids around and sit down. I saw your dog go by. <laughs> I like the dog. We just lost our two. We had two German short hairs and they were killed by coyotes about a month oh, ago. Oh my just, gosh. I'm so um, sorry. It's, it's one of those little Life wounds, you know, and I yeah. see your dog back yeah. there. It's it is, it is. And I have a prayer for that and to light their way because we've also had that happen. And it's such a, it's such a heartache for the whole family. Wow. You know, so I, I got an email last night from a woman named Emily who today she, she asked for prayers and she mm-hmm. said today she's giving birth to a stillborn child and it's her third consecutive pregnancy that's ended with a stillbirth. And that's just devastating. Maybe, maybe talk us through a way to pray into that kind of a moment, Kayla, mm-hmm. when somebody's really hurting and in the, in the acute phase of something so trauma, you know, so traumatizing and tragic. Maybe give us some language there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think those moments when prayer can feel really out of reach is when it can also be the most profound. Um, we, we have a God that enters into our suffering. We have a God yeah. that wept, you know, God, Jesus is not unfamiliar with grief and with sorrow. And, you know, we are made in the image of God. And when we weep, um, for the deep, deep pain that, that we have to hold and that breaks our heart, I find a, a comfort. Um, and it's not a cheap comfort. It's not a comfort that ties everything up in a bow or makes everything okay, right? It's not that, that kind of icing on the cake of, of toxic kind of positivity, but it's a deep yeah. comfort that even in our, our heartache and in our, in our tears when we have no more words that we have a God who is with us. Um, and so I've, I've talked to a lot of parents who have experienced exactly what she is experiencing. And they said, looking back, right? Looking back, here's what I wish 
I would have had. Here are the words I wish I would have had. Here are the words that I wish somebody would have prayed over me. And so it's my prayer that I can take that and I can steward that so that when you or when somebody you know is going through something really awful, really, you know, you just don't have the words for, at least you can say here, like, here, somebody else has prayed this. Somebody else has gone through this. Maybe somebody else is going through this right now. You are not alone. I don't pretend to understand what's going on, but I'm, I'm praying for you. You know, we so often say I'm praying for you. And at least for me, I can often then just go on to the next thing. Here is something that we can turn to, um, that I hope, I hope is an offering in, in some of those moments where all we have are those wordless groans, like scripture says. Wow. That's beautiful. Well, I thank you for writing this book. I'm going to use it for my grandkids. Like mm. our kids are all grown, but we're going to give it as a gift to our kids for Christmas. And maybe they won't hear this in time to spoil that present, but <laughs> we're going to give them that because it's such a beautiful collection. We've already given it to another set of friends who have young children. And, and I just thank you for writing it and for following the leading of the spirit there to, to put this together. It's a great resource and it's perfect time of the year for it to come out. Mm. Where can people find more out about you, Kayla? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, KaylaCraig.com is, is the easiest place to go to find everything, but I have a weekly podcast that is like 10 minutes and all we do is read a scripture and pray together. And I send you off kind of with a blessing or benediction. And so it's just one of those things where you can listen to it as you're commuting to work or driving the kids to school, or maybe at the end of the night, you're loading the dishwasher, whatever it is, just a a small offering to stay rooted. So you can find that liturgies for parents. You can sign up for my newsletter, which I kind of consider to be like a care package of prayers um, as we journey through. And you can find my books to light their way and every season sacred, wherever books are sold. That's great. What do you think is the number one thing that young families who want their kids to grow up and know who they are in Christ, what's the number one thing that you would share to other parents and it would help their kids have something to hold on to as they're growing up. I think that as parents, we're very hard on ourselves and that we feel like it's all up to us. Like we have to say just the right thing or we have to have just the right answer for questions that maybe don't even have an answer on the side of heaven. And so I think I would tell parents like your presence matters more then you know. And when you are with your kids and when you are honoring them by just being with them and seeing them and loving them with a love that comes from God, like you are doing deep, important work and God loves your kids. You feel like you would do anything for those beautiful kids in your lives. And God loves them even more than that. And that is a comfort to me that it doesn't have to all be on my shoulders. And I hope that that is um, a comforting reminder to parents too. Wow, that is. That's, that's very comforting. And you've got, you just share with us, you have two children with special needs mm-hmm. and chronic illness. And yeah. how does that play into your relationship with your other children and your family? And what words of advice would you have for families who are dealing with a challenge like that? One of those challenges that doesn't go away right. or, or change or evolve over time, or get better over time. Yeah, yeah. It It can feel really lonely. It can feel lonely for them. It can feel lonely as a parent to see your child hurt, 
to see your child be in pain or suffer or not be able to do what their peers are doing. You know, my daughter um, is nonverbal. She had a seizure disorder that left her with um, even more disabilities than what just you would typically experience um, having Down syndrome. And so um, I have learned to let go. A lot. I have learned to let go of a sense of control because I have seen that no matter how much I kind of want to strong arm things into happening a certain way, even with the best intentions, I, I am not in control and I have to trust God. I have to trust that God is with us even here, even now, even in all of the wondering. And so for parents that are also walking through that, I think I would just say, um, it's a, it's a loosening. It's a letting go. And in that letting go, there is a, a comfort and a, and a freedom almost. And just saying, we are, we are going to be still and know that God is God, right? We are going to be now in the present. And those worries about the future, you know, Jesus talks about those worries, right? Don't, don't worry about the future. Yep. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Let's be present in today. So I think my kids have helped me be present because I can so often start to worry, start to go down those what ifs. And it's really is taking it day by day and having enough just for the day. You know, mercies are new each morning and somehow that can be enough to get us, to get us through. Amen. You know, there's so much, if you look around and you see the culture and you see the struggles and all the bad news and all the things that are going on, it can start to feel like, like everything's falling apart. Like even, even the church is falling apart. Mm-hmm. And so how, it's encouraging to me to see a younger generation like you. And there's a bunch of young authors and, and I think your generation, Natasha Crane and Alyssa Childers that I can think of, Tish Harrison Warren. It's super encouraging to me to see the church being so strong and the, and the faith being so strong in your generation. And what would you say to other younger Christians to say, Hey, there is a way that you can navigate culture and raise your kids to know who God is and know who they are. Like, what, what would you say to people who are concerned about our society and that, that kind of big geopolitical kind of stuff? And how do you keep yourself grounded there? Yeah. Well, it's so easy, right? We talked about technology. We have so much at our fingertips all the time, right? It can just feel like the world is on flames, like everything is on fire. And I feel like my relationship with God, you know, like getting into those, um, the message paraphrases, unforced rhythms yeah. of grace. But when we get into yep. those unforced rhythms of grace, it helps me stay rooted. You know, it helps me feel like if I didn't have, if I didn't have God, if I didn't have Jesus in my life, I'm not sure I could metabolize all the pain of the world. I'm not sure. I would think I would yeah. just be like, pulled in all different directions. And so for me, it's a real anchoring. It's a real rootedness when I can say, you know what, guys, I don't have all the answers for why things are the way they are, for why we're seeing on the news what we're seeing, why we're grieving war or injustice or whatever it is. But what we do have is a God that understands and is with us. And we can trust that God is good and compassionate. And so that is, that is a hope for me. And I hope that that is um, encouraging to other parents too. 
Wow. You did a great job with the book, and I'm so thankful that you took your time to be with us today. We're going to make sure that a few th- few thousand new people hear about you and your book, and I'm praying for your success and in your family, and, and just good job. Thank you for, for being with us today, Kayla. Oh, thank you so you. much. I appreciate it. That's great. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. What an incredible talk. I can't encourage you highly enough to go get a copy of Every Season Sacred. It would be a great gift for you to give somebody else if they're raising children. And I think we had an incredible talk, and I'm very grateful that Kayla took the time right here before Thanksgiving to visit with us and share her encouraging message and her deep insights with you. Friend, we love you. We're praying for you. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving holiday, and we'll be back tomorrow with something new for you. God bless you, friend. Have a great day, and don't forget, you can't change your life until you change your mind but the good news is you can start today hey thanks for listening the dr lee warren podcast is brought to you by my brand new book hope is the first dose it's a treatment plan for recovering from trauma tragedy and other massive things it's available everywhere books are sold and i narrated the audio books hey The theme music for the show is Get Up by my friend Tommy Walker, available for free at TommyWalkerMinistries.org. They are supplying worship resources for worshipers all over the world to worship the Most High God. And if you're interested in learning more, check out TommyWalkerMinistries.org. If you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at WLeeWarrenMD.com slash prayer wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer and go to my website and sign up for the newsletter Self Brain Surgery every Sunday since 2014 helping people in all 50 states and 60 plus countries around the world. I'm Dr. Lee Warren and I'll talk to you soon. Remember friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind and the good news is you can start today.